Whoa, what is this? What is this? Is this your background? What do you got? What do you got here? Oh, what, what are we looking at? I uh, so I change it up for each one to match the theme of whatever episode uh, we're messing with. Yo, we live in Banjo's house. Yeah, Let's go house. party at Banjo's. It's it Yo, seemed who's, appropriate. Who gets, who gets the sofa? Uh, um, who gets the who gets the gonna, single seat? Dibs on the shag rug. I'm yeah. gonna sleep in Banjo's bed with him. I feel like he would set his feet on fire if he sat in that. <laughs> Oh, Actually, yeah, maybe don't. You know what? Hang on. I think this was the picture that looked really bad until I put a bunch of filters on it. Let me turn them off. Oh, yeah, it looked overexposed, so I had to, like, go in and, and fix it, so, yeah. Anyway. I'm overexposed. <laughs> I live in a perpetual state of overexposure. Oh, man. <laughs> the, life of a, the life of a content creator. Am I right, friends? Am I right, gamers? <laughs> I'm tapped. <laughs> I'm yeah. Up top number one, big three Royale. Let me hear it. <laughs> that's the that's the gamer, uh, the gamer word apparently. Well, gamer phrase. I love it. Wait, we're gamers. Is what is what a gamer? Hmm. Is that what we game? What, what is a game? Er, what? What is a gamer? Is the question. What is? What even is that? A noun. I, I asked that, who I asked that on. I, I posted a picture on Twitter of me like sitting on a rock with like, and it was a, like, it was just super like hazy. There was I'm a, a gamer. sunset behind me and it just said, what is a gamer? And people really were confused. Gamer, they, they, they really had to like, think about it. <laughs> it's an it's a, it is an existential question. What is a gamer? And if you're a gamer, is that all you're defined by? Are you only defined by the quality or quantity at which you game? Yes. Or is the gamer the observer, the one watching from behind mm. the scenes? Wow. Or is the game wow. it, or is the gaming happening in front of the observer, the one who gains? Separated from the one who observes. This is interesting. And what if for gamer thoughts, is like here, a, what if a gamer? Yeah, what if it's yeah. a descriptor? What if you have game, gamer, and gamist? Who falls into what category? Well, I'm the gamist. <laughs> I mean that's <laughs> I, I, I call it. I call it. I'm not. I'm not game enough for this. I'm not game enough I'm for this. Game, I'm gamer than all of you, uh, than every, everybody. <laughs> so well, I just. I, mean, I know it goes without saying, but I. I figured I would just come out. Come out in front and just. So there's no question. Gamest. Let me just. Uh, let me just game. write Welcome that down real quick so I don't forget. Welcome to the Gamest Podcast. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> for renaming the whole thing. For you. I mean, I only got like fifty bucks in the branding, so it's fine. We can do whatever. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to move my monitor really quick. Half game? Right. Yes, half game. What, what, what's what's, what's happening? I don't know. We get to see his wall. Oh, nope. It's gone now. Oh. That's my rock wall. <laughs> don't steal Jules, it. Jules, Jules, you, are you keeping secrets? <laughs> yeah. Are you, are, you, are you keeping secrets from us? No, I, okay, so I have, um, I have a, a card reader on the side of my monitor. Like, my monitor has one of those, like... SD card readers that I had to switch out for my camera because I literally just oh. got done filming. Um, and for some reason, it is the fastest transfer speed out of anything I own. My monitor SD card reader. I have I have a wow. dedicated SD card reader. I have, um, you know, I could, I could plug in a cable to my camera, but the side monitor SD card reader, fastest one. Wow. That's, that is unusual. <laughs> it, is it is very unusual. Huh. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, thought really makes really makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hi. Uh, 
Welcome to Retroactivity, where we uh, don't have good uh, intros uh, that are planned out. We just kind of go with it and see what happens, and what just happened is better than anything I could have written, so that's the good. The difference between a good intro and a bad intro is nothing. You just say it was a good intro. Fair. I wonder if I tell yeah, people my content good is just... good. That it'll just that's, what yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could just, you... <laughs> that's what I do. When people, when people say, like, you know, I, I, that's all I do. I just say, like, hello, hello, welcome. You're watching the best stream ever. <laughs> I'm a Twitch streamer. Are you good? Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Duh. <laughs> That's what do, I've been do doing all these years. That's a really <laughs> fucked up question. Like, like, like hey, like, what do you do? Like, how dare you? Actually, no, Cut my hair. It. Keep cutting. You know that, yeah, you know that that's a thing. You know, if you tell somebody, you're like, yeah, I'm a YouTuber. They want to be like, oh, are you, uh... Are you good at that? Like, <laughs> like oh. Oh. I don't know. Are you good at cutting hair? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, I just, you know. I had it off to the side. We I, asked I had what a hairdresser. Oh, you mean this hobby? Yeah, I drink coffee. It's some hobby I have. Are you I good at that? one time wanted me to give, give her YouTube advice because she wanted to start a YouTube channel. I was like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I don't know. I can't. I'm not good Play at banjo it. Kazooie. <laughs> and now back then I should have said, no, I'm amazing. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You just said play banjo kazooie. It's a weird game, yeah. but trust me, people love it. Yeah. It, it yeah, really it really helps if you're a cute anime dog and you go ecum bokum and then <laughs> let it all let it all fly. Let it all fly. The winning formula. It, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's there, you like that for a segue? I segue. It was beautiful. Speaking of banjo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of banjo, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie, not just, uh, well, like 95% of those is going to be Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's going to be mainly Banjo-Kazooie because, you know, that's that's the better game. But we'll, we'll touch on the others just real quick as we go, just for consistency's sake. Um. But the way that I like to start these uh, is kind of weird. Uh, if you had to pick your favorite banjo game, uh, we'll start with you, Jules. Which of the banjo games, like the main series for that, I guess we'll say Banjo, Kazooie, Tui, and Nuts and Bolts. I really don't like any of them. Uh, <laughs> Please don't you know, get like, out. I, I, okay. I mean, I was. <laughs> leave now. I can leave. Um, forever hold your peace i i mean so i really gotta say banjo kazooie and i'm sure we'll go into reasons as to why mm -hmm. everybody likes banjo kazooie and nobody likes tui but literally See, zero I, people i like See, tui. exactly uh, uh, I'm, I'm kidding a lot of people like tui a lot of people I like tui I, I think there, there's a lot to say about banjo tui like a lot mm. but i think the as as a package as a as a as a whole like if we we're gonna like give a give a an overall scorecard and we're we're like rating it on like as objective as we can be because I mean we all have nostalgia glasses obviously the game's like forty five years old <laughs> so like uh we I would say Banjo Kazooie is at least a little bit better right can we say that yeah I would. yeah yeah okay I'll agree. Yeah, ukulele. That's my favorite banjo game. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. I, I don't mind ukulele, but I have one glaring design flaw in ukulele. Mark. But I will, I will get there. But for now, we're going to talk about the very first banjo game. You know, the one that everybody likes, everybody's favorite, and nobody hates. I don't right, know. Not exactly. Is my favorite. No, no. We're we're talking. Honest. We're talking about banjo's first game, and that's uh, 
I want to build cars, dude. It's, uh, and that's Diddy Kong it's Racing. It's Diddy Kong Racing. You're exactly right. It, it is. is. Diddy Kong Racing is amazing, dude. Yeah, Let's Diddy Kong Racing is great. Dude, Diddy Kong Call Racing, Banjo -Kong is, Racing. was the first game I ever played in my entire life. It was the very first game I ever streamed. Mm -hmm. So it is super special to me. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Diddy Kong Racing, but I had to at least mention it once because it's the rules. That um, is where he. That is where our our hero starts. Yep. Kazooie yep. was not in that though. However, it was just no. Banjo. Oh, which makes, Banjo. Which makes a very <laughs> interesting like timeline happen, where like who was Banjo before Banjo was with Kazooie? Right. And we know was... that it's it's Diddy Kong Racing. So why is he driving without Kazooie? Mm. Why is he racing without Kazooie? He does everything else with Kazooie. It's true. Do we know for a fact that Banjo and Kazooie have been together their entire lives? Well, they haven't. We know for a fact that they haven't because Diddy Kong Racing exists. Right. Well, I mean, what if, like, I don't know, Kazooie went on vacation to, I don't know, lay eggs like a normal bird. And Banjo was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go race with my friends for a bit. Bye. Or maybe. Or maybe. maybe what it was what happened between Diddy Kong Racing and Banjo Kazooie? What exactly. Happened? Or maybe Banjo and Kazooie had a spicy divorce. <laughs> I want to see the paperwork on that. Diddy Kong Racing happens in the future. Oh my Ooh. god! I like this lore. Oh my god! I like yeah, it. Where's the Diddy? Where's the Diddy Kong timeline? <laughs> I want. I, <laughs> you thought that you thought the Zelda timeline was a mess. <laughs> Get the Ban popcorn out, friends. <laughs> the Banjo Kazooie Historia. Let's go. But that's just a theory. <laughs> are, are they canonically <laughs> well we don't know there is no canon that's what i'm saying there mm -hmm. is there's not I, I feel like there isn't even like a head canon. i i feel like i'm probably the first person to ask that question why isn't kazooie with banjo in diddy kong racing mm -hmm. i hate how right you yeah. are i've never no, thought right. about this before my whole life is a lie how did these things these things keep me up at night i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> I'm I'm literally like the the that you know the meme where it's just like the girl is just like he's thinking about other women and then it's like <laughs> <"Hey>, where's <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. It really is gonna keep me up tonight though. Thanks for that. So now that I got my prerequisite Diddy Kong Racing uh mention in there. Uh I guess the first thing I want to talk about is since there's a poll in chat of which Banjo is better, uh, I guess a comparison between Kazooie and Tui would be a good place to start and why Kazooie is the better game. <clears throat> I, mm -hmm. I voted for Nuts and Bolts. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to let you there's know. Okay, now you did. I, there was literally zero for Nuts and Bolts. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I just did, just now. That's Josh. That <laughs> As I was Josh saying. <laughs> I hate how split this is. Thanks. Yeah, well, well, we 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 kind of poisoned the well, didn't we? We brought all of the the, the Tui fanatics out, whereas the Kazooie fans are just like, well, we know. So the, the, <laughs> listen, here's the, the here's the thing about Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tui. Banjo Tui is a fantastically like huge game. Correct. Like that's the that's the thing. It's massive. Correct. And if you're not into that, then that's fine. But like, correct. It's it's just more of the same, really. Okay, I just need to point out that Elias right? cheated. He, he cheated. Uh, he did cheat. He cheated. Elias. He, okay. He, okay. He so, money. yeah. Um, <laughs> to swing like, the I, I would, I would in love to favor. dive into this. Like, I, like, like <laughs> I, I would love to, to, to agree and rebut uh, Josh Jepson. Um, okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so Rebut I do me. agree. Banjo, banjo bed to, pff, once quarantine's over, baby. No, um, <laughs> no uh, Banjo Tui is a lot. It, it is bigger, and there is a lot. I wouldn't say it's a lot of the same because when you look at like glitter gulch and stuff like that, there is so much more like color and um, depth in that level than any level in Banjo Kazooie. Like you get pretty much like, a, you get a lot more depth for each level. Yet my I I do have the same concern a lot of other people have where I feel there. Kazooie felt like anywhere you go, there is something interesting there, pretty much. Like, there is something to find in almost every nook and every cranny of Banjo-Kazooie. Tui did not have that. Tui had a lot of dead ends, a lot of empty corners, a lot of places where you're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. I think it was a lot easier to kind of feel um, that your... Kazooie felt, as a casual player, that... I think it was very easy to be like, well, I haven't gone over there, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do over here, but I, I could still go over there and, and still feel like I'm doing something. Tui kind of still felt, while playing casually, that like, I don't know how to use this like mumbo totem thing. I'm going to go over here. Okay, there's nothing over here. It, it kind of made, comparatively to Kazooie, it feel like it wasn't finished. It felt like mm -hmm. Tui wasn't finished for how much like the scope that they had for it if that makes right. sense right no i get you yeah like the I levels mean, were bigger it, than they needed to it, be it, it was big, it was up. a bigger yeah, bigger yeah. of a game than could really they could do i mean at that point that was the max they could put out on the n64 you know like yeah was, yeah 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 it was that was the best that that was the best they could do at that point it was pretty late in the life cycle so yeah uh you know had we seen you know our game game gamecube banjo 3 happen then maybe we would have yeah seen their vision unfold yeah. maybe and you know something about tui that and you know i kazooie is my favorite and tui and i do not get along but there's one thing that tui does that i actually really really like and that's the worlds having interconnectivity with each other yes that is very mm -hmm. cool i love that being able to go from one world to another through an entrance here or a secret hole here or something and and the whole world feels connected now in kazooie it's a little different it, they're all connected to a main hub which is mm -hmm. cool, but the levels themselves aren't connected. And yeah, yeah. but I do so like that. I, I, I think, yeah, there are some situations in which that works and others that don't. Um, one situation that I feel like that, that works very well um, outside of that, that I think also did this was um, uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland had a, had a system of being able to kind of like intertwine all of these different levels that were all like, hid kind of hid the loading screens within the little like travel oh, sections in the middle yeah. of them. so they they kind of did that um i'm trying to find it think of an example that that didn't work but i i was kind of reminded of that because um you also have the difference between mario games right where like mario 64 definitely had the hub area you know mm -hmm. peach's castle is like you you go to each one from there and then once you move into like um you know, uh, yeah, I guess I guess they never really left that formula until Bowser's Fury, because Bowser's Fury is more of like there are multiple worlds, but it's all interconnected. Right. Um, yeah. So I almost wonder if Banjo Kazooie was the first one to kind of take that. Definitely not the first one to try that out, like a like an open world, like because you can you can argue like Grand Theft Auto, you know, it's a big world and there there's different places in in the Middle East one, but like I think it's. In a collectathon, 
in that format, maybe Tui was the first one on that scale to try that. And maybe that's almost why it was harder for them to kind of fill everything out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking about the, like, the levels being connected in uh, American Wasteland, it kind of reminded me of uh, Jack and Dexter, the, uh, the first one. Uh, that game had absolutely no loading zone. And as True. you went from area to area, they were like hidden. And you never hit a loading zone the entire game. And I always thought that was really impressive. It's weird because like, I feel like I saw more loading zones in Jack 2. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you the, notice it more. Yeah, the doors, like the, the airlocks, and stuff. Yeah, the, the elevators, airlocks, the airlocks. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, 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 yeah, I feel like they didn't hide it as well in Jack too. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jack, no. actually, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think it really, really works in that situation. I'm trying to think of a, of a, you know where you know where that that. Uh, I'm trying to think of a situation in which taking like, like taking the idea of of hub world going to levels doesn't work better than just having all the worlds interconnected like a game where that doesn't work because maybe that is the way to go maybe maybe banjo tui was on the right track but it just because like i feel like if anything maybe tui was the weakest example of that Hmm. Hmm. but almost like a pioneer in the field so to speak well, I mean, the Nintendo 64 as a whole was a pioneer in the field, you know, like I, I've always had the Nintendo 64. Um, uh, my, my buddy Lyle describes it as the acne ridden adolescent phase of gaming <laughs> where, you know, once we made that, once we made those scary bodily changes to 3D, like there was a lot of weird stuff going on, but eventually everything kind of normalized. But there was some yeah. weird stuff that happened during that phase. We learned a lot about ourselves. Hair grew in places that we didn't know. We we broke boundaries that we didn't know existed. (laughs) And we saw sunflowers in a different light. (laughs) (laughs) The best analogy I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I love that analogy because it also it also kind of explains the jumps that were made in games like Banjo Kazooie and and even in the pre-development because Banjo Kazooie was originally called Dream. Right. And th- what that game was was completely different from what Banjo Kazooie ended up being. Um, in a lot of ways, and I say this, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm probably paraphrasing uh, facetiously, but they saw Mario 64 and said, screw this game, let's make that game instead. And then they made Banjo Kazooie. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they even agreed that that's kind of how it went down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think. That that was important for a lot of developers because, like, with everything being so experimental with budgets and with everything, like, it was scary, you know? Like, nobody knew if the games were going to make any money because why would they? They're all experimental. Yeah. There's no I mean, data. All, also new. They had no idea yeah. what was going to happen. <laughs> right. So right. Like, here, here's this new toy. Go try it out and see what happens. That's interesting to think yeah. about. And, you know, something that you mentioned earlier, Jules, about how um, in TUI, you know, we have these worlds that are that are massive and there's a lot of dead ends, a lot of spots with nothing in them made it feel kind of unfinished. Uh, it, it basically was. I'm, I'm sure you know this, but uh, the final level of the game was unfinished and cut the uh, I'm trying to think of what it was called. As a speedrunner, I can say that about every single fuck. <laughs> every last level is not finished. TikTok clock, click clock wood. Those levers are not done. And you can tell by the boundaries, how things work. They those were the last ones to, to ship off. <laughs> I guarantee you. Well, like like Rainbow Ride, like come on. 
Yeah, Rainbow yeah, Ride. But, always I mean, the great me levels, like one they're, of the they're awesome. we- weirdest, like, like you could, you could, t- you could tell, like, <laughs> yeah. And both TikTok Clock and Rainbow Ride reused a, a song from previously in the game. Like, you can tell mm-hmm. it was like, oh god. When did you tell us we had to make this level, Miyamoto? <laughs> like, and then they're like, oh, we have three hours. TikTok clock. There you go. <laughs> but, but like, it was still good. And like, that's the thing with like all of those games. I, I, I think it's, I think it's fair to say. But yeah, I mean, especially with the scale of Tui, yeah, I'm sure it was like, oops, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Cauldron Keep was the name. Chat reminded me of that. Yeah, that whole place was missing. But I think one of my biggest issues with Tui, honestly, that compared to Kazooie, uh, and when you're playing Banjo-Kazooie, you do a thing and you get a jiggy. Almost every time you get a jiggy, you're doing one thing and and right. boom, you got it. But yep. in Tui, you spend an hour doing 80 things and you get one jiggy for it. Every mm, jiggy feels yeah. like this massive ordeal. And yep. I think it breaks the pace of what you expect from a Banjo game up to that point. At least it did for me. That's... That kind of shows, too, where a lot of the issues Rare has had with not just these, but with ukulele and stuff like mm-hmm. that, where it's just like their biggest enemy has been the expectation fans have had because <laughs> yeah. that's what they have always broken. Like Nuts and yeah. Bolts, great game, but did poorly because it wasn't what people wanted out of a Banjo-Kazooie game, yep. you know? Like Josh, you, uh, you're the one. You're the no, one who knows. Not, nuts and like bolts, knows, but yeah, <laughs> nuts and bolts could have could have stood on its own if it wasn't like the the problem with nuts and bolts is that it had so many really really fantastic ideas that just weren't quite executed well enough for people to like be okay with the changes, and so mm-hmm. it was just that much worse right. for the reception of the game because. Everybody had this expectation when they showed that first trailer that looked kind of like it was going to be a collectathon thing, uh, and then they when they showed the second trailer that was like, "Oh, this is not this is what Nuts and Bolts actually is," and it's like yeah. all these cars and like oh, no, nobody knows what's going on. Like the reception of that could have been so much better if the game came out and like the challenges weren't janky and like because like the the, yeah. the actual car building is fun and and it, and it actually fits in with the world. I feel like they did a good job of like fleshing it out. But yeah, no, no, I, I can see why people like their, their expectations were shattered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You know, it's funny with nuts and bolts. Uh, a lot of people ask me if I like nuts and bolts. And I feel like for me, the best way to explain it is what I call the 13 conundrum. Final Fantasy 13 uh, is mostly universally hated. And mm-hmm. it's because it's a bad Final Fantasy game, but it's not a bad game. I think if right. they had given it a different name, like, I don't know, Lightning and the Crystal something, I don't know, it would have sold better, it would have done better, because it would have been like, hey, Squeenix is doing something new, let's go check that out. But instead, people right. were like, we expect Final Fantasy, and they didn't get that. And I think that's the exact same thing with Nuts and Bolts. People expected Banjo 3E, and they got something completely different, and so they didn't like it because of that. I think Nuts and Bolts would have done significantly better if it didn't have Banjo in it. So yeah. here's a question. So here's a question. Kind of going back to Jack and Daxter. Mm-hmm. Like, so did you play Jack X? I actually played it for the first time about a year ago. How did that game do? I actually like. I'm not. I'm not being like. I'm not. I'm not trying to make like a rhetorical point or some weird shit. Like, like I don't. I, did people like that game? I'm not sure how it sold, but as far as the gameplay itself goes, it was much more solid than I anticipated. Me too. So, 
I feel like that's almost like a counter argument to the whole like, because like nobody, literally zero people asked for a Jack Racing game. Like nobody wanted that. But it was okay. It was fine. So why is it that Nuts and Bolts being a great you know racing game where you mm -hmm. build the cars and it has all of this stuff? Is it just the people who are stupid? The length of time between the last Banjo game and the new Banjo game. That's a good argument. So much longer than between Jack 3 and Jack X. That, that is a very, very good argument, yeah. So, so like, I, I feel like, well, Jack 3 had a very kind of, like, okay, the story's done kind of a feel when you were done with it. Yeah, um, right. But I think everything after that was kind of just like, a, okay, especially if it came out right right <laughs> after. It's like, M meanwhile, Banjo 2, he's like, yeah, I'll see you in Banjo 3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are in 2021. <laughs> Still haven't seen that one. Yep. Okay, grunty. You know, I actually do have a counter argument for the Jack X thing, though. Uh, in yeah. Jack 2, there's uh, there's three missions or three or four missions where you actually race on a racetrack. True. Uh, so that, that was kind of embedded there. And you have that jet board, which helps you get around a little bit faster. And in Jack 3, when you're out in the desert, you have this giant selection of cars that do different things and such. Uh, so I feel yeah. like people are a little more receptive to the racing concept. But I'll also say I don't think it's sold nearly as well as Jack's 1 through 3. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I, I just checked. It was uh, about seventy-five percent critic score, so mm. average. Meanwhile, Banjo was in Jitcon Racing, so he was already in cars. <laughs> Touche. And where was Kazooie? <laughs> what the heck? I think we need to answer this question. What happened? What happened, what happened? to Kazooie? What happened? Where, where did Kazooie, Kazooie come from? The Kazooie conundrum. <laughs> we need to have the prequel to Banjo Kazooie now. I need this. I need this in my life. Why, why do they live together? Do they love each other? Can love bloom on the battlefield? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can, 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 can love bloom in Grinfield's lair? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Del Cake just woke up in a cold sweat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I, I live with Del, so my entire yeah. life is... is <laughs> you must be Ames. <laughs> I just... love. I just picture you walking down the hallway and Del like opens up the room to his bedroom and you just hear Snake Eater playing at full volume and then when he closes <laughs> the door, it's nothing again and then when he goes back in, yeah. same thing. He goes, Otacon, it seems like Jules has ordered Taco Bell yet again <laughs> in the 14th day in a row. What do I do? Oh, that's so good. How do I tell him his arteries are going to close up? <laughs> <laughs> the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, this is completely random. I just want to say it. Uh, one of the parts you can stick on a car in nuts and bolts is the little, like, spiky ball that comes off, and you can, like, grab stuff with it and fly around with it. It's, like, my favorite thing to just grab a hold of people and drop them in the ocean. Just want to throw that out there. Hell yeah. Sticky ball. Yeah, the sticky ball. Sticky ball is fun. I need to. I need to give nuts and bolts like a like a hearty a hearty try. You know what I mean? Do like I, I from what I've seen, like mostly like what I've seen of nuts and bolts is like you playing it, Josh. Um, like I, I I remember I remember lurking and and watching you play nuts and bolts and, and enjoying it. Like and being like I would love this game, but like I need to I need to like. It's you know what so I mean? like, wacky. Yeah, yeah, and I love that. And I, like I want a great way. That's why. That's yeah. why I still feel like it, it it retains a lot of that banjo f feel when you're playing it like you, there's all these little tiny references and if you can like let go of the fact that like the the whole game is just your childhood like chopped up and like <laughs> tossed into a salad if you can get past that like it's great 
yeah, just, just really easily, just let, let let go, let go of that child that you've just been trying to reawaken for the past like fifteen years by playing all these nostalgic games. Like I can't feel any happiness anymore. Maybe maybe it's Banjo Kazooie that'll bring me happiness. No, that didn't do it. Oh, oh. I feel oh, so called out. We do. <laughs> but it's a bit, but, but yeah, like, like I mean, that's that's the thing too. Is like. So I, I talked about this in a recent stream where, um, so when you're in, a, so th this, this, this will wrap around, um, when you're a teenager and you're looking up at idols, like people that you look up to, you know, this might be like a rock star or a streamer or whatever. Um, the actual amount of oxytocin that releases in your brain is very similar. And like the parts of your brain light up in the same way that an adult will, uh, when they snort cocaine. <laughs> And it sounds ridiculous, right? I would go so far as to believe that the same thing happens for kids who are, you know, experiencing these 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 insane dopamine hitting like things, you know. And this whole like chasing the dragon thing that really sounds like a heroin addict trying to get heroin again is really similar to the kind of stuff that 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 we who really enjoyed our childhood playing games did. And the reason for it is because when you're an adolescent you're really trying to figure out your identity. You know, Eric Erickson talks about um, identity, uh, you, you know, finding your own identity through uh, means of, um, uh, like, almost like, you know, copy pasta you know, somebody else's personality and putting it onto you. Very natural thing for uh, teenagers to do. Um, and that's why. And that's why it also affects the brain the same way. Like, the way that you look at rock stars or these streamers, like, once you're, like, 25, it just doesn't hit the same way. Like, it could still be great. But it's the same thing with video games, and it's the same thing that we do with, with um, you know, this nostalgia, these rose-colored glasses and stuff. So that's the other thing that's thrown into the mix when you have a game like Nuts and Bolts, where it's just, like, not only, like, it's, when you play Ocarina of Time for the first time after, like, 15 years, you're like, Hyrule Field is a room! It's like, it's like, it's just like, it's not that big, but you remember it being, like, Lord of the Rings size, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. um so you're also you're also fighting that so that's why i think it's so interesting that like then yeah it's your childhood ch your, your favorite thing from childhood chopped up put into a salad you yeah. know <laughs> puree and then be like here's that, here's that happiness that you've been missing and then you're like you know and and i think that's i think this is this is the most interesting aspect of this when when i first saw nuts and bolts as a huge, massive banjo fan. There was no disappointment there. I was actually really excited for it, like legitimately yeah. super excited to try something different with my favorite yeah. game characters. Yeah, and yeah, I just didn't follow all that hate. I didn't at all. To this day, I still don't, and I never will because it's a. It's actually it's got some really really good merits for sure. I think I, Josh. I think I think um, like I don't know. You, you're probably like this too, Jacob. But like. You and me, Josh, are, are are very similar in that I think you and I give things way more of a chance than most other people mm. do. Um, where like I always, I'm always like floored at the the like the visceral like 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 how much people abhor these games that just like come out <laughs> that like they're, they're, it's just like such a such a slight on their existence that oh my god. Brilliant diamond looks like my Sims. Ugh, <laughs> on the I mean, it's like valid complaint. 
I don't think so. <laughs> we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about that today. We're talking about that today. Like, but like, you know, I, I think it's, I, I think it's. <laughs> I think it's hard, especially in a time of like social media where it's like it's engaged with more to hate something. And it's almost like your opinion is a lot more interesting if you have points to work against like the big general like, I like it. It's yeah. a video game. I like a video game, you know, but then if you're like the one who's like, no, Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> is dumb because he's a bear and bears don't go. Uh, uh, you know, like, <laughs> Whatever, whatever it is that you have against Bandu Kazooie, like I feel like I feel like that's that's like what almost twists people into being more hateful and actually not giving these games. Because yeah, like imagine a world where like more people were open to Nuts and Bolts, and Nuts and Bolts got the recognition it deserves. It might have opened Dude. up. Nuts and bolts too. Like that would have right. been sick. You know, I, that yeah. would have been amazing. Like take that yeah. concept and just build on it and make it better and better. And like, yeah, let's go with it. And you know, like come together as a people and make a thing. Do like make it. But you know, yeah, we all no, collectively hate it. it. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I hate it. It, it. it kills me, man. It kills me when people just like destroy a game because it'd be more fun to tweet about it that way. That's what it feels to be like. fair. Yeah. I will say this though: when when Nuts and Bolts first launched, it was plagued with like a lot of actual, real technical problems, like mm -hmm. low frame rate and weird shadow issues and all kinds As of stuff. As if Kazooie doesn't have those things, but yeah, go <laughs> right. on. Right. <laughs> but when they released the Rare Replay version, all that stuff is fixed, and that game yeah. runs great. <laughs> so go play it now. It's better to play it now than it ever has been. So mm. there yeah. you go. You know, oh yeah, the tiny font. That's right too. They changed the font size too because the font at the, the, the beginning it was way way too tiny and nobody could read it on their HD TVs. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, apparently, um, you know something I couldn't help but think about. You know, talk about people not giving games a chance and just dropping them really really quickly. All I can think about is Steam's return policy, where you have like two hours to return a game, mm -hmm. and I to me that's not long enough to really give a game a chance. Uh, but if you're trying to save your money or be stingy, you're like, well, it didn't hook me in the first 10 minutes. I'm going to get my money back so I can try another game. And you just go through game after game after game, not liking them because you don't give the game a chance to get good. Yeah. You don't yeah. expect a story to grip you. Like if you're reading a book, you don't expect the first chapter to just completely engross you. There's got to be some world building, you know? Right. Yeah. There's also yeah. there's something different between like like having a really strong start and then like then having it slowly build and between that and like just having it slowly build from the beginning and then you know maybe it's great later on but you'll never know yep. because yep. you didn't give it a chance yep well that's yeah i mean that's that's always the thing too like all, everyone's favorite thing ever in media are the things that probably started slow because you were actually able to like you know envelop yourself in that world uh more so than other things so that's again another reason why like we we don't we don't have school like we don't have like elementary school where you have to go and do like finger painting or whatever the hell you do in elementary school like but like but you know like i don't <laughs> like i want to like when i'm home that like i have a limited amount of home time i have a limited amount of video game time especially because my mom's gonna be like get off the fucking 64 you've been on it for you know whatever how many hours <laughs> like 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 you know it, like you know it's so much more precious time whereas like now we have more time at least us as adults i mean i don't know how many 12 year olds are in the chat right now but like um <laughs> like you know i like i think 
if it was my chat, it'd be all of them. So that's why I like to, to preface. They, they'd all be cool. <laughs> but um, the, the idea is that, like, our time is, I don't want to say less precious. It's almost more precious. But our, pre our, our time to play games was more precious before. And we were more likely to give those games that chance in the beginning. And, and actually, like, right. you know, like, imagine, like, I, I actually watched um, a close dear friend of mine try to play Ocarina of Time for the first time. And he was so frustrated because they do not tell you where that that sword is. That's true. They, they don't. Shit. They don't tell you where that is. And you 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 know that when you were a kid, you like scoured every inch of that forest because not only did you have time, but it was fun. It was more fun it was, than it finger was also, painting. You know, it was it was also <laughs> yeah. like it was also like one of two games that you had that year. True. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you didn't have a backlog of Steam games that you've been <laughs> building for the past decade. Like, you know, yeah. Like it's it's real. It's super real. Yeah. That's yeah. You can ban my entire chat eyes. Hey, can you give me a new one? I, I I'm really kind of yeah. need a good refresh on the old chat there. <laughs> yeah, please, dude. Oh man. I want to talk about advanced psychological concepts, like we were talking about with the oxytocin and the study with like you know idols and stuff. But my chat just wants to talk about blumpkins and dads. <laughs> I'm, I'm, over, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> Anyway, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Banjo Kazooie, yeah. Um, I don't think we can really say more about Banjo Kazooie before we start talking about the fact that it is an insanely popular speedrun. Like, yes, it yeah. is. It is insanely popular, and it is very optimized at this point. Yes, very optimized. It is. It's kind of ridiculous yeah. how I've seen some speedruns like a GDQ and stuff and that are mm -hmm. like the like the, the really top that are just like cutting every single possible corner. And it, it yep. blows my mind. And I've seen Jules run uh, Banjo many, many, many times. And. Oh, God, it it's one of those things. It's a bit of a disconnect from when you play it as a kid, you play it casually, you make all these little mistakes, you have fun just exploring, but when you're playing it fast, you don't have time to explore. You don't have time to take anything in. You're just going. And it's in a way, it kind of reminds me of like randomizers for Ocarina of time. It's a, a different way to experience the game and you're going to get a completely different experience from it compared yeah. to uh, just casually playing it. Yep. Yeah. And that's also, on, honestly like I've, I've played a beaten Banjo-Kazooie casually at least five times. Um, and 100 percent of it. There is a point at which, with most games, that like playing, you've you've wrung that out of the game. You know, like you can't experience that, so you need a new way to play that. And that's why I always tell people, like, please, like, if you've ever been interested in speedrunning a game, like, I guarantee you, you have a game that you love, and you are so terrified of, like, oh, I don't want to hate it, but like, you want, like, when I play like a game like Banjo Kazooie or Mario 64. Um, it's not the same as when I speedrun it. It's almost like I, I might as well put a completely different game into the system when I when, I, when I'm in that mentality of like speedrunning. Like, yeah, if I play it casually, <laughs> yeah, like if I'm playing it casually, like I know where things are, obviously. But like, there's a point at which like I'm not gonna unknow where they are. Like that's that ship is sailed. Right. So right. if yeah. I want to play it again, the best way to do that is speedrun it. So that's the thing is everyone's like, oh well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna like hate Mario. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, 
or just never play it again. Which I, I don't know. It, it, like for me, that's the thing. Like I can't play Mario sixty four ever again and not know where things are. So the next the next challenge of still being able to play that game and capture that enjoyment is speedrunning it for me. Interesting. And you know, you have like your speedrunning. Some people prefer to do randomizers of stuff. Uh, some crazy people like to do things like crowd control to change the experience yes. of the game. Yes, Ugh. Andrew has a crowd control. It does. It is. Very strange. I still have not done. It. I tried to do it, but uh, I I had trouble getting it to I, work. But yeah, I had some trouble getting it to work too. But I did I did manage to do one. It just like the, the emulator was just really bad. <laughs> that was what I found. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll no, it's super fun though. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to try to speed run it, but with crowd control and see if my <laughs> chat can stop me. Do it. Oh, Take a few days probably, no. but it'd be fun. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Oh, but it's oh no! It's the N sixty four version. So if someone teleports you out of a level, it resets your notes. I bet. Oh, yep. yes, it does. Oh, yes, no. and it's awful. Oh, they can it also there's, there's also ones for like being able to take away your notes, and if they do that, like they don't reappear in the world, so you're just fucked. Oh, oh you're that just sucks fucked so bad. <laughs> so don't take play away fast. your notes. <laughs> play <laughs> that one fast. <laughs> yeah, play fast. <laughs> Play real fast. I, I feel like that's one of those like they they update the randomizers too. Like the the Mario sixty four um randomizer uh is is so like um forgiving in that way where like every uh at least the randomizer I guess crowd control could be different but like uh like, like for for example in randomizer it could make the coins in literally impossible places to get and as time has gone on they've been able to like create algorithms to be like okay this is a coin that might be hard to get. But it's possible, um, and I'm sure they would probably have to find that medium ground with like the uh, the crowd control for Banjo Kazooie randomizer, where it's just like at a point where it's like, or tell the tell the player like, hey, sorry, the game's not beatable anymore, but you can keep playing if you want. <laughs> you can keep playing. <laughs> it's nice. not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. And Jules, you're a glutton. Per no, I'm a glutton for money. Uh, like, that's, that's, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, look, if I if I have to deal with like, oh no, I can't be Banjo Kazooie, but five dollars? I mean, five dollars? <laughs> oh, that's a that's a coffee, man. This is what I live off of. Mood. Very good coffee too from Starbucks, probably. Five five yeah, five dollars is five dollars. <laughs> no, I I mean, but that that's that's kind of the thing. Like, I mean. It would get frustrating for sure, but I think that that's that's again why speedrunning is so fun. Is that, yeah, it's gonna suck when you don't do the thing fast, you know. But like, do it again, and that never goes away. You know what I mean? Like, like that never goes away. Like, what goes away is, I know where all the jiggies are. I know where all the notes are. That's I'm I'm never not gonna know where all the jiggies and notes in that game are anymore. But I can always go faster. It's true. So I can always play that game. And that's why I, I think speedrunning is so cool. But yeah. And that hit when you PB is just, it makes it all so worth it. It's just like, yeah. Mm, that's, that's interesting. Sex is great, etc. <laughs> but have you ever PB'd in Banjo? Because we I mean, you're right. Now, I can't, in good conscience, continue to talk about Banjo without talking about my favorite part of all of it, and that is the music. And Grant Kirkhope, and how, how amazing he is. So, so good. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who's Grant Kirkhope? 
Uh, just some dude that likes eggnog. I think he makes music sometimes. <laughs> now watch, the one thing he'll ever hear me say about him, ever, will be that. And not any <laughs> of the other things I've ever said nice about him, it'll be that. <laughs> the eggnog thing. Yeah, some dude that drinks dude, eggnog. Don't you, don't you worry. Like, so I'm really good friends with uh, Danny Baranowski, mm. and the things that those two say to each other are so <laughs> horrific. Like... <laughs> Don't you worry, man. They, they like they they like abuse each other. It's it's really weird. Um, but yeah, I won't go too far into it. But I have Danny has taken my phone and then texted Grant things that I I'm pretty sure uh, I'm on a list for. But the, uh, the, the most important thing to know is don't worry. If if the only thing that you that Grant hears you say is he likes eggnog. He will be happy with that because he does like eggnog <laughs> quite a lot. And you know, for me, like I mentioned earlier that my very first studio game that I ever played was Diddy Kong Racing and David Wise did the music on that. And so many other games, especially rare games uh, that it was either David Wise or it was Grant Kirkhope or it was um, Graham Norgate or it was Robin Beanland, just a bunch of different people that made music for these rare games that have stuck with me more than most other things, whether it be uh, video game music or even just like I don't know normal traditional music mm -hmm. uh, just these video game songs stick with me so much more you know even with like Goldeneye uh, yep. 64 you know that kind of music of course you know Secret Agent Jacob haha I bet I like James Bond so of course I like Goldeneye but so many of these games with so many of these songs that really cement these games for me and this is my segue into ukulele the music is the best part yeah. And yeah. I don't like <laughs> ukulele. And I'll tell you why. I was expecting Banjo Kazooie and I got Banjo Tooie. Oh, yeah, I could see that. And, yep. and my reasoning behind that is this in Banjo Kazooie, there is only one time in the game in which you can't get everything in a level on your first trip there. Every single mm -hmm. level in a casual playthrough, you can 100% with one exception, and that's Freeze Easy Peak and Gobi's Valley. You, if you go to one first, you can 100% the other if you go to it second, um, because you need the sprint shoes to race. Um, well, hey, dude, I can't remember his name right now. Um, Boggy. Yeah, Boggy. Boggy. Uh, you need the sprint shoes from Gobi's Valley to race him for the last jiggy, or you need the, uh, the fly through the air at Mach 4 and slam your face into something move from Freeze Easy Peak to open up the thing with the snake dude in, in Gobi's Valley. Now, if you're doing the N64, you, you better go to Freeze Easy Peak first because the snake room has notes in it. Uh, or no FFM, which is how we do the speedrun. Right, where you just have all the moves, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Banjo-Tooie, uh, the only level that you can do 100% on your first visit is the last level. Literally no other level is completable 100% on your first time there. Sometimes second or third or even fourth trip there. And sometimes it's cool because it requires interconnectivity with other levels. And sometimes it's like, hey, come back when you get a move five and a half hours from now. And to me, that just that yeah. breaks that pacing. That's why I like Kazooie so much is it's it, it feels so much more cohesive. And then ukulele comes along and like the first level or it might have been the second level that I was playing through. I did this big, long uh, Lost Wood style maze. Uh, and I got to the end of it and I was like, all right, where's my jiggy equivalent? And it's like, oh, you need to move from level four. I'm like, but I just I just did this giant maze. What this is Banjo 2. I don't really. 
Mm, and so yeah. it just it kind of broke my heart because I was expecting Banjo Kazooie and I just got two e two. And yep, I agree. I um I I one hundred percent agree. I also would. I I I'll be I'll be the one to say I don't I didn't like that in Kazooie either. I didn't I didn't like that you had to get moves from other levels. Mm. Um, it felt it felt I feel like even to a younger me just like a way to kind of make me spend more like waste my time more yep because now like it's not like i can't beat it because my there's a skill level thing whereas like mario 64 is like that like a lot of the time it's just like you just have to be good and if you're not good you don't get the star sorry whereas kazooie is like you can be good but we can also still not give it to you because sorry you have to go to that level now like that that is annoying um and it was annoying to me as a kid as well um, so the fact that they doubled down or tripled down or quadrupled downed, which they did with, you know, Tui, I was not a fan of that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to think about because one of my biggest pet peeves in gaming is backtracking unnecessarily. Uh, that yeah. shit drives me insane. Now, sometimes it can be done correctly. I think a lot of Metroid games do it correctly. Um, but when it's, when it's done wrong, it can just really ruin the pacing of a game. You just hit a wall and you have to turn around and go back and it just, uh, that bothers me a lot, but I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that. Yep. Nope. I, I totally agree. Now I do have a big question, big opinion question. Mm-hmm. If Banjo Kazooie didn't exist and it came out today as a, a mascot based 3D platformer collectathon. Do you think it would succeed today in the way that it did? No. 23 years ago. No? No. Nope. No. Totally different landscape now. Yep. I agree. I, I yeah. D- it, different it's gamers. also just like, <laughs> it's also a different, uh, yeah, like, I, I feel like there was enough around the timing of Banjo Kazooie, especially like Mario 64, that created a fan base that was already geared up to 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 love Banjo Kazooie that just mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. In in mm-hmm. much the same way that like look at Fortnite and PUBG, you know, why did those come out at the same time? I feel like, and why did they? I shouldn't say that. I should say why did they succeed at the same time? And I think it's much of the same reason why Mario 64 and Banjo Kazooie succeeded at the same time. That's fair. Yeah. And yeah, part of me thinks that maybe that's one of the reasons that ukulele didn't really do as well as a lot of us expected. Because it, it, like you said, it's a different landscape now. It's a different, a different feel, a different group of people that are like the the target audience yep. for what uh, developers are aiming for. And that's that's interesting. This looks like a lot, a lot more people are, a lot more companies are getting on the three platformer collectathon bandwagon again though or like trying to reinvent it mm-hmm. and because there's a lot of games coming out soon too like there's some playstation 5 games that are platformers that just look like they're trying to bring that into the next like they're trying to bring it up to date and mm-hmm. eh, maybe it'll work i mean some 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 games will work uh but I, I don't think it'll ever be as as much of a hit as like banjo kazooie was at the time you know it just because, unless, unless like, something really different and yeah, that's the yeah. thing like like you can't just you can't you know lightning can't strike twice you know it's like you're not gonna be like okay it's gonna be banjo kazooie again because even banjo kazooie again couldn't be banjo kazooie again that makes right. sense like I, yeah. I think it needs to be different enough and that's why i feel like games like um lucky's tale and stuff were great 
but it wasn't going to be banjo kazooie again it, it banjo kazooie was banjo kazooie already lucky's tale is great i loved it um but yeah um even a, a, a prime example is um hat in time mm. Mm. what what could have that game done any better yeah and it was pretty no, successful was... yeah yeah but it wasn't banjo kazooie again yeah. right yeah so that's the thing is it needs to be different like like if you want like band if you want that again you need something new and you can make a collectathon new it's just i don't know how to do it <laughs> <laughs> well i if mean i did i'd make a game i'd make a video game bowser's fury exists and bowser's fury is pretty good um I like so it. i mean i don't know it, it is a that is a an option for 3d mm -hmm. platformers yeah. yeah. There you go. There's some, you know, there's something Nintendo's working on. And, it, it. <laughs> it, and it's like it, it's it's arguably new. Like Ban uh, like Bowser's Fury doesn't feel like a lot of other collectathons. No, there's something different. It feels about different. It, yeah. Which I like. I yeah. love Bowser's Fury. That's but, important. Um, like it even feels different from Odyssey. And I think yeah, it, it, it does. Has to, it it kind of has to do with that like everything is kind of in the same world. Like there's no loading, there's no moving to different places. It's just like, "Oh, I want to go over there and get that one." And then you do that. I like that. Yeah, I, I like it too. Yeah, and that's an example of like, just do it different, and maybe people will like it. Don't keep trying to recreate the past. The past happened. You gotta, I, you gotta get like, over it. I feel like that's not, man. I feel like that's not gonna happen with Banjo though, because no. they already tried the new thing, and it everybody yeah. hated it. And so yep. if they did do Banjo again, they'll do old Banjo again. They will oh, do. They just have to not break it, man. Like they, yeah, they it just needs to be good. <sighs> yeah, they just need to, I think I think they need to make the next the next banjo. Whatever it is, needs to be something new. You know, it can't be like we want to do that again. It needs to like, and they do that. Like, dude, I, I man, I wish Viva Pinata did better, man, because that game was phenomenal. I loved I loved Viva Pinata. The music. I know, I know. I, I really liked that game. But that's an example of, like, I wish they did something different and did it well, mm. in a way. Because that's the way that they're going to get what they want. It's not making Banjo-Kazooie again. It happened already! <laughs> get away from it, man! <laughs> it's okay! It's not your fault, Rare! It's not your fault! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. I but never played Viva Pinata, but I I did hear the music, and the music was great because, of course, it was Grant Kirkhope. I didn't play Viva Pinata when it first came out, but I played it years later, and I just I couldn't get into it. <laughs> and it's probably because I played it years later. But yeah, maybe <laughs> I played it when it came out. I liked it. <laughs> it was all right. Like I liked the like the idea of it, but there was just it was so much clunkiness to yeah. the to the menus. Anyway, that's not banjo, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, Ban Banjo Pinata. Pinata Banjo. Why don't just make just make it like it's, like it's like Paper Mario, but Banjo and he's a pinata instead of paper, which is kind of made out of paper. So there you go. Hey, yeah. Paper Banjo. Yeah, let's go. Paper Banjo. I'd play it. It could work. Yeah. Well, Paper Mario fans need something to be excited about. <laughs> you know, I've heard good things about Origami King, although I haven't had a chance to play it yet myself. I love Origami King. I 100%ed that game, and I'm in the minority. Everyone hated that game, and I, I understand why. I, I know why. I really like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it too. Yeah, it's game, but, and the music. I probably like phenomenal. it for the same reason mm. that you like it. It's a 3D <laughs> platformer collectathon. <laughs> and I don't. It's not I an RPG. Like, 
I don't like turn-based combat. I just don't. So mm, yeah, that like the thing that the Mario like me neither. Paper Mario fans were gonna want from that game. I was not gonna like it for. Yeah. Mm, so that and that's that's it. Like I'm not really a Paper Mario fan, so I feel like I don't represent that community. But yeah. You know, anyway, I, I think that music is to me, music is one of the most important parts of the overall gaming experience. And that's kind of strange to say, because it's a video game. Shouldn't you care most about the, the gameplay? But for me, it's music. And that's why I'll hear a song from a game really like it. And that will get me to play the game. Uh, that's why I plan on playing uh, sometime probably the next year. I'm going to probably end up playing uh, near Automata uh, because I've heard some of the songs from it. And I hear that it is absolutely the game is phenomenal, but the music, I just, I want more of that. Yeah. The, Nier Automata is a masterpiece. You're going to love that one. Um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I think you never, like, it's so dumb, I think, when people say, like, there's, like, one thing that would, like, be the most important part of gaming, like, like be a part of a game, because nobody's favorite game is because of one thing right that's true it's because of a, a combination of a lot of different things that make up the entire package where banjo kazooie ha could still have grant kirkhope um but the game could be ass and the game would be ass like yeah. just because the game had good music it wasn't the only reason like tui had great music people mm -hmm. didn't like tui the ukulele had amazing music people a lot of people did not like ukulele but like that's the thing where like um i don't think that's weird at all i think it, it just kind of shows that like you really got to look at it as like a sum of all parts you know mm -hmm. and at the very worst you can rate you can you can judge a game based on its worst part at the very worst right you can do that like you know how like you go into your windows settings and it shows all of your like this is how good this is what we rate your gpu this is what we rate your cpu this is what we rate your hard drive and your hard drive is always like a like an f tier so they're like your computer is an f tier like that's how people you know like that's how people <laughs> like uh judge games yeah. you know yeah like They'll, they'll look at everything that they can look for the worst thing and then say the game is bad because of that one thing mm -hmm. so then, there's so much so many other things that make it better so or not better yeah. but like it make make it you know i don't want to try to say but that would, but, there, but. no but that would be the same thing as if we were like the game is only good because of the music it's not that'd be a dumb that'd be a dumb argument but like yet it's not a dumb argument to say uh this game is bad because the graphics are bad mm. for some reason that's not a dumb argument people do that all the time yeah so that that's why i'm just saying it. i don't think that's dumb at all i think you know when you look at a game that's like phenomenal it's because it has all of these things and it's the sum of all parts so yeah you know it's kind of interesting to me uh <laughs> a tiny bit of social commentary i suppose is you could do a hundred things right and you could do a hundred kind things for someone. But then you do one bad thing and that's what everyone will remember you for is that one bad thing rather than the hundred good things. Uh, yeah. And I, that is absolutely, I feel exactly uh, how people tend to be for games and more than just games, but a lot of things. And it's that's a shame what, that that's, that's the right. case. Yeah. That's why I think it comes down to also that like, especially in the, in the age of, of social media, um, the thing that gets the most engagement is is negative reception to things that are positively received or the opposite. Um, and so you're 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 psychologically like 
um, conditioned to want to have the controversial effect. Like everyone knows that being controversial is like, haha, memes. That's what people want to hear. But that's why it's like you get you get your Pavlov bell every. You sometimes literally get a bell. Hit that bell. Am I right, gamers? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you have those opinions, you know, yeah. like five things I hated about Origami King, not five things I loved about it. You know, that's not going to do as well. And that's just where we where we live. And I think that that's that's the reason I, I think that that really does change the narrative of the way the not necessarily the way that games are developed, what games are developed, what games mm. are backed, what games have budgets and stuff like that. That's um, a good point. And I think that's something to always think about. Like, I, I think you're totally right, Josh. Yeah. It's it's, it's I'm right. That's you. That's dude. you. Dude. Josh, you, Josh is literally never wrong. Tell <laughs> <laughs> one time that Josh is wrong. You can't do it. You can't do it. Oh, you God. No, 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 no. Now they're going to go no, scouring my... No, no, it's already over. I, I, I had, like, that much time. That you had to be, like, that that much time. Didn't happen. Here's my point. Josh, you're right. Thank you, Jules. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> He's good at video. He, he, he I am. Video. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that is a proven fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think I think um I think it all does come back to I know we're 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 hopping all over the place, but it really does all come back to Banjo Kazooie because Banjo Kazooie has such a high bar. Like mm. where all of those things land, like graphics for the time, music, and you know level design um difficulty huge you know we don't we haven't even talked about the difficulty of banjo kazooie versus the difficulty of tui you know challenges that feel cheap or challenges that genuinely feel like okay this is something that's within my grasp you don't do something you're like well that's stupid you're like oh that's hard that's that's a completely different mindset and you you look at challenges that way bad that those are things that were really done well in kazooie um again rewards like you talked mm -hmm. about that too where you did the thing you got the you got the jiggy but in tui you had to like you know meet the president you know fucking <laughs> like go go to florida you know uh i don't know yeah yeah like do all of this stuff like go to egypt you know jump on the the pyramid you know meet you know, Kazooie's dad, and I don't know. And then you get one jiggy. You get you do all of these things, and then you get one jiggy. It's like, okay, well, that doesn't feel worth what I all all that stuff I did. You know, I think the I think the problem comes from the fact that they do sometimes just give you jiggies, and then right. the, the, so, the times that they don't, it's like, ah, oh, this took me four hours. What the heck? Right. It kind of like <laughs> obfuscates the the value of what. A, like what's the what's the monetary value of this thing i don't understand <laughs> yeah. whereas in kazooie it does feel pretty consistent yeah 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 you know yeah every so, challenge it, feels pretty much more or less like like very short and very like you can do it all in one contained motion and yeah. it's not like you have to jump between things and like activate right. this and then come back later once you get this move and yeah yeah two is a little all over the place so yeah. is ukulele and that's why, so like, I never thought of it that way, Jacob. But yeah, I think I think it's a very, very, very fair criticism to call ukulele Banjo Tui Two. Banjo Tui Two. Can you imagine the marketing material for that? Banjo Tui Three. Banjo Tui Three. Banjo Tui Three Four E. 
Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and I'd still this give it a chance. This is how we count from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Banjo, 2E, 3E, 4E, 5E. <laughs> this is what common core math is. I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so I know this is kind of a, a little bit of a snapback to, to 2E, but um, yeah, exactly. Stop and swap. Stop and swap. Yeah. The yeah. back in the N64 uh, days when it didn't work because they weren't allowed to make it work. Um, that bothered me as a kid uh, for the longest time because I grew up on Kazooie, but I didn't play Tui until many years later. And for the life of me, I could not figure out that ice key. It yep. was always there. Yeah, man. And it just it haunted me. Because I couldn't have it, and I had no idea what it was. And then all those years later, I figured out that it was a thing, and... Uh... Learning the mysteries of stop and swap years later um, make it less magical. But also, yeah. the, the, the entire, like, idea of stop and swap, like, if it had been a thing, would have been really, 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 really different. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would have been, the, like, the coolest thing that any, any game was doing at the time. Like, that would have been dope. And if it had worked, what other games yeah. would have implemented that to cool effects? Well, we already know that DK64 was part of that, was part of Stop and Swap, briefly. Mm. There was, like, going to be a crossover between, I think, Chewie and 60, uh, DK64, Kazooie and DK64 as well. Mm -hmm. But that's the only other one that I know of. Yeah, I, I've definitely, in my, in my elder years, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm old, I'm going to die soon, etc. But um, <laughs> I've learned to really appreciate the mystery of it and kind of understand that once the mystery is solved, like, obviously it's going to be like, it's like, did it haunt you any more than Mew under the truck? <laughs> That's did a fair you, point. Did, you, <laughs> did it haunt you any more than Luigi in Mario 64? Did it haunt you? I didn't, I didn't know about that one until the years later. Right, L is real. Did it haunt you as much as the Ocarina of Time? Well, okay, maybe this was like I talked about this on my stream once, but there was like this thing going around on like Game Facts that you had to beat Ocarina of Time without taking any damage twice, and then if you did that, you get this epic Fire Master Sword that nobody can do because you can't beat the game twice and like not take damage. It's just like at that point, like. You know, and then if you did, like, how do you know that the, the pictures weren't just, you know, photoshopped, you know, or what, <laughs> right, whatever yeah. was available then? Just MS painted some fucking fire on it. You're like, Ooh, and everyone's like, oh, my God, you know. But, like, that's the thing. It's like I've I've definitely come to appreciate that, like. A mystery is only enjoyable until you until it's not a mystery anymore. It's mm, like yeah. a magic trick is only magic until you know how it's done. Right. And that's kind of where this the whole uh, stop and swap thing has been like. It's been, that's been more of what it is for me. It's been like now I know now I know what it was, and it's like okay, well it's not as cool anymore. I don't have that yeah. drive. And I, like, I don't need to know. It's like that enjoy. The, I you have that enjoyment of like I need to know. And also the imagination what, of like what it could be is right. always greater yeah. than what it actually is. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, they couldn't implement this feature, so they axed it, uh, and then they kind of covered yeah. it up a little bit, but not really. It's a reason to get up in the morning. You get up every yeah. morning, you're like, I wonder if today I'm going to find out. Hey, I'm going ice cream. You know? And then they tell you, it's like, life is meaningless. Get on the dial-up. <laughs> look up. Look up what your, look up Banjo-Tooie information on the dial-up. 
try to try to figure out stop and swap in the meantime. Oh my god, yeah. Imagine trying to learn anything on like AOL dialogue, you know? Sucks. With a US robotics modem beeping in yeah, the background. Dude, it takes me 30 minutes to load a titty off of like Master. <laughs> no way I'm gonna learn about stop and swap within the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Just one singular titty. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid the God forbid. Man, it's gonna be a good time in about thirty minutes. It's like she's kind of turned this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh good, we already talked about Banjo Kazooie Rule 34. Get to mark that <laughs> off the list earlier. Oh, no. Okay, moving on. I... <laughs> no, no, get that out of it. Look, we don't need that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's good. Oh, oh, he'll kill me for this. Should I say? I, I should say. This. You guys, remember the time that um, Grant Kirkhope accidentally tweeted Banjo Kazooie uh, Rule Thirty Four? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, that was like two years ago, I think. Yeah, it was really, really funny because, yeah. like, I guess somebody, um, somebody, and, and it's not really his fault, but like he. Uh, <laughs> so some, I think somebody tweeted at him like, "Hey, you know." this picture and like the way that twitter like <laughs> cropped it it oh. looked like some really cool fan art but it was like when you click it it opened up and it was like kazooie like asking banjo if like he could lick between banjo's toes or something <laughs> i can't remember it was, something, it was something like really really bad and then like it was just one of those like everyone was like um grant uh <laughs> Might wanna delete that one. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know about that. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I texted him, I'm just like, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. It was so funny. Yeah. Grant Grant is Grant is wonderful. He's one of the the, the most talented, nicest individuals of all time um but my god he's the most lovable boomer of all he's, he's just doing his best out here in the in the landscape of twitter and everything man there was one time i was, Dude, the other I day. was... yeah oh no, go on i was gonna say he tweeted that picture of um uh he had like blood all over his face and he had like the thing up against his oh, nose yeah and stuff. yeah yeah so oh, he, tweeted, yeah. He, was, he was just like yeah i was i was in line at the deli and somebody said somebody punched me right in the face and said that's what you get for writing the dk rap <laughs> And that was the whole tweet. That was the whole tweet. And then, and then he, and then he like followed up with it, and he was just like, "Nah, I just got nose surgery. Like, it's, like I didn't actually get punched." But so many people believed it. So many people believed that he got punched for the DK rap. And I, 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 I texted him then too. I was just like, "How did so many people fall for that?" And he was just like, "I don't know, man." And I'm just like, "Man, it's." The, the visual is amazing. Because, <laughs> like, Grant was, like, a rock star in the, in the day. You know, he toured. He yeah. played guitar. Oh, yeah. He played trumpet and bands and stuff. Then to go to this world where everybody's talking on Twitter, and, like, like it's got to be such a jump for him, you know? Mm. So I'm just like, I, I'm just like, man, don't worry, man. Th this stuff is weird. Like, Banjo, Kazooie, Hentai, and people believing that you get, like, like all this stuff, like, it's weird, man. Don't worry about it. Don't feel bad. <laughs> like, 
Every, everybody has retweeted one banjo kazooie hentai at least once in their life. It's fine. We, we, it's a mistake we've all made. It's Every Thursday. Yeah. Check out my Twitter, guys. You're just horny on main. That's a horny on main, bro. Is it because I'm screaming banjo's name? Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it, I, don't know. I I honestly oh, learned my. about horny on May. Oh, we shouldn't talk about this. What's 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 next on the list? <laughs> you you brought me on this thing, man. I let's see here. Next on the list, we've got uh, banjo buying a house on Main Street and is horny. Okay, so I guess we're good to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can knock that one off. <laughs> um, now actually, the next thing I have written down here, just to like. Keep my brain uh, nice and not smooth. Uh, why is Banjo-Kazooie still loved today as much as it is? Is he? Because Banjo's in Smash. Banjo is in Smash. <laughs> That's why. That's a good Banjo answer. Banjo in Smash. Um, I mean, I mean, Banjo's been wanting to be in, like, like, I mean, people wanted Banjo in Smash for yeah. a long time. Mm. I mean, that was always, he was like always the one, I feel like, you know? Like, who else? Who else was people like? Who who else did people want in Smash more than that other than like Ridley? Gino. Juno. Gino from uh, Super Mario RPG. That everybody like foams at the mouth over that and Waluigi. That's I, all I can yeah, think of. Yeah, and Waluigi. Well, at that point, Waluigi putting Waluigi in the game would be almost like an insult at this point. It's just yeah, like yeah, that's fair. At this point, it's a meme. Don't put him in because it's just yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, cause like Ridley was always the one that everyone memed about. So yeah, Gino. I, yeah, I guess Gino. Uh, Minecraft Steve, but then they put him in Minecraft Steve. But yeah, like Banjo, I felt like was always the one that like made the most sense. And they're like, why don't they put Banjo in? And then you're like, well, it's kind of complicated because you know it wasn't originally like 100% Nintendo. It was rare, and then America got bought out by Microsoft, and they just don't have the copyright. And it's just a really, really, it's gonna be really, really legally complicated. And then people are like, yeah, but why isn't Banjo in Smash? <laughs> <laughs> And then I Phil Spencer's like, yeah, why isn't Banjo in Smash? <laughs> and then Rare is like, yeah, why isn't Banjo in Smash? And then Nintendo's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like one long, like decade long fucking realization. <laughs> yeah. You know, that actually Rippling makes... through. Yeah, that makes for an interesting segue um, to the next thing. Banjo being in Smash. And why that kind of about that josh have you did you did you hear (laughs) oh my god are you serious yeah dude it's insane dude get get the camera out i want to get your reaction to this really really great alert (laughs) but It's really gets the neurons going. Ooh, let's subvert my expectations. That's, <laughs> that's some free serotonin for you guys. <laughs> Perfect. Usually costs money. <laughs> it's true. So banjo in Smash, yes, banjo in Smash. Yes. Um, that kind of cooperation between major companies mm-hmm. isn't really something we see a whole lot of. And the fact that Microsoft is like, yeah, sure, go for it. Or that Square Enix is like, yeah, sure, Cloud and Sephiroth, sure, why not, go for it. 
I feel yeah. like seeing these characters that we grew up with that are owned by different groups and they're actually cooperating is there's such potential there to have like yeah. global cross play across consoles like PlayStation and Microsoft maybe getting along that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that Banjo's the first to do it and maybe not even the best at it, but I feel like it's one of the prime examples of two giant corporations getting along and willing to work together for things like this. And I think that that as I know it was a bit of a meme there, but I feel like that is one of the reasons that Banjo holds popularity to this day is so many people like it. And there's that kind of, you know, it's in smash and Microsoft and Nintendo were willing to work together for that. Yep. And I want to see yeah, more I of that. Well, I mean, and, and we don't we don't know specifically how that deal happened. You know, right. like we don't know if that was them cooperating or like what the deal was, you know, like we just we and frankly, I don't want to know. But like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody was uh, somebody was probably rimmed for it. But like the, the, <laughs> point, the point being, like we, we don't specifically know. And, and like every single situation is going to have to come down to lawyers and contracts mm. and like you know who owns the rights to the characters who owns the rights to all of these things like at least with music like we know that every song has multiple different licenses depending on what you need what you want to do with it <sighs> i guarantee that it's the same thing with video game characters oh, yeah. you know like um with ips and stuff like i i definitely like wonder like smashes Almost like imagine any other game trying to get that to work. I, I think Smash is the only one that could because Smash is oh, the yeah. biggest. I agree. You know? Absolutely. So, so it's almost like, you know, you can guarantee that there's going to be like, you know, uh, in some cases, maybe stocks will increase. So that would incentivize, you know, somebody to like put a game in Smash if it's given as an opportunity um, or, uh, you know, I wonder how many copies of Banjo Kazooie sold after, you know, or, or like mm. Rare Replay sold right after Banjo got put in the Smash. Like that was definitely in talks. Like no, no doubt. So like those are always going to push the that's those are always going to push those conversations. Um, and that's what it comes down to. It like I like I wish it was as simple as just like a hey, let's cooperate. Like hey, call on the phone. What's up, Miyamoto? How you doing, man? Can we put this care? Oh no, okay. We'll we'll try we'll try to be from near Automata next year. Okay, let's try this one. You, you know, like which yeah. I really want. But um, you know, like th that's. That's what I think is very important to to always remember with this stuff. Um, like we 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 don't know what how that how that's gonna go. It's true. I wonder if they would have even considered something like that ten years ago, like even any degree of cooperation, even if there's money changing hands or mountains upon mountains of legal paperwork and stuff. I just wonder if ten years ago they would have even considered upon, it. Mountains upon mountains of money would do it, but that, <laughs> yeah. that's the kind of thing where it's like there's gonna be a diminishing return of like how much money is there gonna be gonna be worth you know making that deal for both parties you know well there was also an in influx of uh banjo merch after banjo was in smash too there's a Correct. lot of that stuff coming out over the last year so yeah. you know that's probably part of it that was probably part of the idea of the plan uh, yeah. going into it. it was like yeah well you know okay we'll do this deal with nintendo and we'll make a bunch of merch and sell that and make a bunch of money and do you know so I don't know. Yeah, and there's also like I'm sure there's studies done too on um how long to keep people waiting until you maximize the profit by re reinvigorating like a, a hype for a series like that. Like maybe maybe 2015 was not the right time to do that. 
you know maybe maybe mm -hmm. they needed like a specific window of time to really like be be like okay we will make the most money if we release it in 2020 or 2019 whatever it was i guess it was 2019 um i think i think that's that's something to consider as well it's interesting to think about a lot of moving parts a lot of factors that a lot of people don't consider yeah 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 way too many moving parts like especially with like when it comes to nintendo and and all these game companies i mean like you know these are people that are represented and the representatives are represented and you know like <laughs> yeah. all, all of everything is just just super super duper complicated with any company that has to do with you know individual properties and stuff so it's this is stuff that i've been i've been getting into trying to trying to understand um you know because like i you know i've been working to try to be a game composer myself and you know understanding not only the 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 hoops you got to jump through to to release covers of, of video game music but also to write your own um there's a lot of stuff yeah that's i can't even imagine how many hoops there are to jump through that you don't initially consider until you get like All super deep in it yeah um All of the hoops. <laughs> Um, so I know this one's kind of random, but, uh, and I'm gonna start with you, Josh, on this one, but what's your first memory of Banjo that you can remember? Ooh. Oh, my first memory. Hmm? Um, okay. So, uh, when I got my N64 for Christmas, 1998, mm -hmm. yeah, 1998, um, my, my, uh, not my grandmother, my, my aunt got me a bunch of games to go with it. And they were all Super Nintendo games because she didn't know what the hell was going on with video games <laughs> at the time. <laughs> so I had no games to play for my my brand new N64. So uh, yeah, we went to the Best Buy, and I remember picking out um, my two my new two favorite games, which was Glover and uh... Con Conker's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> oh no! And my parent my parents were like. Yeah, no, you can't have that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't, that's, that one's not for you. Pick another one. And uh, there you go. I picked Banjo. Uh, and the rest is history. And I got myself a, a Banjo plushie there. I saw a bunch of Banjo plushies. That's one of the reasons why I got the game, because there was just like a bin of Banjo plushies. And I was like, oh, I want the plushie and the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I can't get Conquer, I have to get the plushie too. <laughs> anyway, that's my earliest memory of Banjo. And what about you, Jules? <laughs> it must. It wasn't. It wasn't a game that I had. Uh, like the game that came with it was Pilot Wings when I got the N sixty four. Pilot Wings oh, wow. and uh, Mario sixty four. So Banjo Kazooie would have been um, a rent, a, a blockbuster game. <laughs> um, Hell yeah! You know, so uh, I, I probably rented Banjo Kazooie. Um, and then probably loved it enough to convince, uh, you know, my my mom to 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 purchase said said banjo and kazooie for me. Um, and again, it would have been 1998 um, when I, I I think I I must I got the Nintendo 64 I think a year after it came out, so that would have been probably 97, 96 or 97. That sounds right. Um, and then it would have been a year later, uh, probably, that I would have gotten my hands on Banjo-Kazooie. But I do remember specifically, like, falling in love instantly with the music at that age and, like, going to school and, like, singing the music and stuff. And, 
Yeah. You know, like I, I remember specifically like the teachers being like, All right, all right, Jules, we're gonna sing the you know, the, the Mary had a little lamb and I was like, No! Bitch, I wanna sing Melvin! Let's fucking go! You know? And I punched my teacher in the face and I started a monster. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what you would imagine. <laughs> oh man. Really good. Um I mentioned earlier that um, that I played Banjo Kazooie. It was one of my earlier games, but I didn't play Tui until much, much later. Um, I actually can't remember much about Banjo Kazooie from my childhood, which to me makes it strange that I still like it as much today as I do, uh, mm -hmm. because I feel like it wasn't really the game that I remembered from my childhood. It was more the music, um, which that that fits for mm -hmm. my, my stuff, I guess. But Tui, I don't think I played Tui until dude, probably 2005. That whole, I, that whole thing I said earlier about connecting to the dial-up, looking up Banjo-Tooie stuff all the time between the game coming out and Banjo-Tooie coming out, mm -hmm. that, was the, that was the thing I did constantly. I was looking up Banjo-Tooie information online all the time. I was ready for that game to come out. I was so excited. <laughs> like, Banjo-Kazooie Banjo was just my entire childhood. Like, this is so good, man. You know, I love it. sometimes I think about, like, the pure happenstance of how we get introduced to games as children. Um, you know, our parents or uh, such are like, hey, try this game. Uh, and usually you didn't have a whole lot of games because your parents had to be the ones buying them for you. And games were expensive. Uh, yep. a, a great example of that for me is the very first RPG I ever played in my life was Quest 64. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. It is. Ooh, oh, it's boy. bad. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, and yet, my favorite game of all time <laughs> now is Final Fantasy VIII, which most people hate, but whatever. I like that game a lot. It's there's a lot to it uh, for why I like it. I would I wouldn't say it's the best Final Fantasy game at all, but it is my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it, of course, big surprise music, but mm -hmm. I just. I wonder if, like, based on the games that we got as children and what games that led us to play later, how different that could have been just based on a whim of what our parents decided to buy us. That's kind of interesting to think about. Like, what if I never played Banjo-Kazooie and then I tried to play it as an adult and I didn't like it? I just couldn't get into it or something like that. And how that would have changed oh, that would so be much. so sad. Right? And what if you yeah, could, I, like... like what if you could like wipe your memory of a game and replay it uh, now? What if what if that had the a negative effect and it's like, wow, this game sucks. And you just you ruined I think it, it would. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would have a negative effect for sure. You were going to say something, Jules? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. Um, I don't know, like. It's also like the, the the variety of games that were available as a kid mm -hmm. um, were were so much more limited. Um, I think it was a high chance. It was a higher chance for somebody of our ages growing up to have that game pulled off the shelf than say um, any other game now. You know, uh, and it's also a different environment. So I I, I don't know because I was gonna say like you know. There's so many people, and it sounds weird, but, like, that's going to be um, Undertale for so many people, like, in 10, 15 years from now. Like, that, like what, what Banjo-Kazooie is for us is going to be what Undertale is for a lot of people. Or, um, oh, absolutely. Uh, 
you know, games like Nier Automata. I think more likely probably something like uh, Call of Duty or Fortnite or something like that. But, like, um, I think that's also, like, kind of a part of it where, I mean, you know, you, you might be living that parallel universe where, like, Conker's Bad Fur Day was good. Like, like you would have Conker's Bad Fur Day merch behind you, Josh, if... That, oh that... boy, that would have been <laughs> yeah. a different childhood. But if Quest sixty four wasn't the first one, and you, you know, it's just you know you can you can think about all, all of that stuff. But um, so I think another part of it is so much of the the landscape for gamers circled around a select few number of games. Like right now, it's very click based, where mm. a big group of people play Apex Legends. And you can be a gamer and never meet any of those people. You could be a Rocket League gamer. Back then, it was like, I played Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, have you tried Pokemon? Like, oh, like, I play Mario. Like, oh, have you tried uh, Pokemon? I... <laughs> it's all like, it, it, all, it all circles around that. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the same gamers played the same games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's not really the case anymore. Um, no. So, like, I think that that we we had a very very uh, specific and interesting childhood growing up with games that that could only have existed then. Um, and yeah. that's a whole other element of it. Like we've talked about, like, what if Banjo came out today? Like, yeah, I know it suck. You get like four out of ten because. You know, like people suck and people are going to drive that through Twitter and stuff like that. But like, right. Um, when is Banjo coming to Fortnite? Yeah. <laughs> well, they got Master Chief, so. Come on, Microsoft. It's your move. Get on it. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if tomorrow they announce that, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> So, I'm gonna show my pants either way. <laughs> <laughs> so something that I like to do with um, the games in a series, in this case, it would be Kazooie, Tui, and Nuts and Bolts, is give it a rating uh, of. Uh, we have four different levels. Uh, the first one is that the game, compared to the series as a whole, is either essential, recommended, optional, or <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yes we put a lot of thought into this as you can see <laughs> no no um and i'm gonna start by saying that i think kazooie as part of the series is absolutely essential agreed yes but for me tui i wouldn't be so harsh just to say optional because there is still a lot there that's good so i'm gonna say recommended but no, not nuts and bolts is highly recommended. <laughs> I, I would go. I would go so far as to say this: Kazooie, Kazooie, absolutely essential. Tui, recommended. Nuts and bolts, bolts optional, but essential for the nuts and bolts series. You gotta play that one. You gotta play it. You gotta play it. You gotta play it. If you want to get into the nuts and bolts series, yeah. you gotta play that one. You gotta That's play that one. <laughs> it's essential. Oh my god. I wish there was a nuts and bolts series. I'd be down for that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, I'm man. I'm I'm <laughs> I want to build cars forever. That's what I want to do. 
and planes you know why, and boats. You know why everybody says everyone. What's that? Capitalism. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Go on. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if it, it only sold two made... million more copies, we'd have a yeah. sequel. <laughs> 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 would it would be a thing. Um, so what about a... Grunty's Grunty's uh, time portal? Who? Well, <laughs> Grunty's Revenge. Grunty's what? Revenge. That's the one. Who? I have to admit, yeah. I've, never, I've never played that. <laughs> I have. Wait, have have wait, Jules? Have is you played Grunty's hentai game? What is that? <laughs> Grunty's Revenge. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What's up, <from> Neo Geo? <laughs> is that a was that a release title on the end gauge? I ain't ever hear that. <laughs> no, no, no. You're you're thinking of Banjo Pilot. You're thinking of Banjo Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, you went deeper. Holy ooh. shit! True though. It doesn't true. get any Banjo deeper than that though. That is it that is as deep as it goes. That, yeah, that's rock bottom. Banjo can do rock bottom. Banjo pilot. I hated Banjo pilot. Oh, <sighs> it was everything I didn't want. It was just. Oh. I noticed that when you were voting on stuff at the beginning of the stream, that Banjo Pilot wasn't included in that in that vote. Yeah. Um, why? Yeah, molasses. <laughs> <laughs> and there were only five <laughs> slots. <laughs> That's not fair. Oh, I mean, Elias cheated anyway. So Banjo Kazooie, Tui, Nuts and Bolts, Grunty's Revenge, Pilot. There were only Diddy Kong Smash, Racing. Smash and Diddy Kong oh, Racing. Oh, you put Diddy Kong Racing on there and That's Smash. Well, Zidicon yeah. Racing is just better Banjo Pilot. Agree. True. Hard agree. Hard agree. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I could have a whole Wait, episode on Zidicon Racing. Racing. Land? I would say essential to understanding the oh, Banjo <laughs> Especially if we need to answer the question, where is Kazooie? Where is she? I'm going to get a... What happened? Gonna get a game for the Xbox uh, 5921 called uh, Kazooie is Missing. Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> Kazooie <laughs> fucking missing. Let's That's not forget everybody's favorite banjo game Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing. Banjo and Kazooie that. at the Olympic Games. <laughs> 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 oh no. Don't tempt them. You know, they do it. I'd play yeah. it. I would play <laughs> it. <laughs> That's fair. I'd... I'd play it. What about what what about that uh that um demo that they had of Banjo Kazooie on the Connect? Did you ever see that? Have you ever seen that video? Of the audience? Mm -hmm. It was an audience connect feature that was like a tech demo, but it was with Banjo Kazooie. Look it up on, on YouTube, it's fantastic. And the audience like was banjo because we were flying, and the audience had to like do this, like lean back and forth to like activate the connect, I guess. And That's so the audience strange. was playing this game. Yeah, it was weird. It was very strange, and it looked awful. Like it, the, it was gross looking, and it was like it was like the the nuts and bolts model for banjo and kazooie, but then everything else looked awful. Hmm. That's, that's all it was. Was it like fly? It was like Superman sixty four rings. Flying through, like that's oh, all it was. No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's my favorite banjo game. Yeah. Molasses <laughs> made a new poll just for you. 
Oh, banjo redo. Yep. Let's see here. What we got? I dumped all of my all of the points I have in your channel right into Banjo Pilot. <laughs> okay. No! Okay. Yeah, I'm, I voted for Banjo Pilot. Um, <sighs> you guys do this to me. Let's see. At this point, it's a miracle. It's not a five-way tie. That's what my chat loves to do. I'll be like, "Hey guys, what do you want to do now?" And then everybody just your ties chat. it. My chat, chat. My um, chat sucks. Yeah. I'm surprised that you guys don't love Banjo Pilot as much as I do. I yeah. Imagine I mean, not loving Banjo Pilot. What's wrong with you guys? <sighs> Wish I could I mean, use some of my points. Get your wings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it to be Super Mario Kart with a vertical aspect, okay? Because it's literally what it was, and I hated it. Because I do not like Super Mario Kart at all. Yeah, Super Mario Kart was kind of, it was the weak, the weak one. I mean, it was also the first one, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, chat. Really, uh, really appreciate that. Banjo because we Warhammer 40k. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And I'd play it. I'd play it in a heartbeat. I'd play it, yeah. And I okay, but what a what a what if they did um a version of Banjo Kazooie where instead of building cars, you build like houses and shit, and they called it Banjo Craft, Crafty Banjo Crafty. Oh no. There you go. I'll buy a server on day one. Yeah, me too. I'm in it. <laughs> I want a world building band. Like, imagine just like a like a like. Okay, so it's like Minecraft, but also Skyrim, but Ooh. also Banjo Kazooie, but also Smash, but also <laughs> uh, Quest sixty four mixed with a little yeah. bit of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's that game? Uh, Fortnite. Yeah, that's oh, what. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's a great combination of games there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so ball hunt. Yeah. So ball hunt. So ball hunt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the one uh, feature they took from Quest sixty four is the fact that the only way to control the camera is to hit the B button. It swings around behind you. That's it. That's the, the only way to control it. <laughs> The only way to control the game is throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you'll get it to cooperate. It will physically go in the trash if you take the game and put it in the garbage. <laughs> the only way that game will cooperate. Oh, I feel bad for all the people that are buying it digitally. Have to throw their computer out the window. <sighs> We're talking about Quest 64, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. It just... I just remember how bad the leveling system was in Quest 64. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that. I appreciate that. You know, there's something that game doesn't tell you. I know this has nothing to do with Banjo. I don't care. Uh, Jules cheated. Uh, Super <laughs> Banjo RPG. Dude, I'd play that. But um, Quest 64, uh, it never tells you this, but your agility stat, which you level up by walking around, levels up at half the rate of normal if you're in a town. The game never tells you that. So if you go into a town and rubber band your controller like everybody does, it, you level up at half speed as opposed to if you're actually out in the world walking around. But the game doesn't wow. tell you that. And ever since I learned that, I just I'm super salty about that game. And I just have really just really just hate that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, not a very good game. There's a lot to hate there. Nope. Yeah. I could say things about Glover, too, but mm, that's. For oh, another. boy. We can go on a whole thing. I could go on a whole thing about Glover. Don't don't do this to me. Don't. 
Glo- Glover is amazing. <sighs> I know it. Okay, look, let me tell you something. World one, the bonus where you have to do like the stupid Frogger bullshit. No, dude, flawless. No, flawless. no, no. <laughs> that is the worst shit of all time, and I hate it. Okay, you know, that's that the game's worst actually good. Agree. Okay, but some of it's good. Yeah, the game has Bouncing. clowns in it. Okay. The game does have clowns in it. You would have to be okay with clowns to play that game. Terrifying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Glover is not Banjo. Banjo. <laughs> it's not. Banjo has Banjo a lot of redeeming Banjo. qualities. And Glover has very few redeeming qualities. But it does you have some. You can't change math. Math is math. You can't change Banjo. Banjo is Banjo. Banjo, Banjo is Banjo. <laughs> Well, now that we've talked about clowns in Quest 64 instead of Banjo. Does Banjo have clowns? Well, in 2E, there's that tent where you fight the... There's no no clowns there. There's not. Actually, Bottles is a clown. I hate that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Got me there. He just won't shut up. I'm like, I know how to play the game. He won't shut up. (laughs) I want to tell you how to play the game for the 47th goddamn time. I don't need you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like I could just do that that furnace skip and I literally don't need you. Yeah, that, that first skip is annoying the fast way. You know that how Mario wo- teaches typing? What Dude. if Banjo taught math? Um, sex? Oh math, yeah. What? <laughs> 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 I just picture being like a like a 1980s Richard Simmons workout video type thing. <laughs> oh Some VHS. Oh, Banjo no. teaches. It's like that. Uh, the 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 Mario teaches sex commercial. That's the one where my uh, that like you know the the like he was my brother Luigi here to give you a heap of hopeless good or whatever the fucking little light thing that I have that's from a Mario teaches sex and puberty uh, ad um, where where they go in to tell like where the where the pubic hair grows and they take oh, Mario's mustache no. and they like add it to the area. And then oh no! They say, and then they say the the condom blocks the sperm, and the sperms are little fucking like bees. They're like bees that fly. It's real. It's real. It's real. That's, no, yeah, that's, that's where that's where this emo comes from. That like oh, my chat knows it's real. My chat's like, yeah, that, that's just real. My my chat's oh, woke. That's where this, this Luigi's from. I hate it. And it's the best part of it is honestly none of that. It's the fact that right in the beginning, like the Mario voice, like whoever voiced Mario is like super into it. And he's just like, here's my brother Luigi. And like, but then whoever voiced Luigi didn't give a fuck. He just goes, Hello, Mario. <laughs> it's like, so funny. It's so funny. So I want that, but um, banjo. <laughs> yes. Yes. Amazing. Oh <laughs> I didn't know that was a Time thing. to extra ban Jules' chat. <laughs> yeah, please. I, I don't know how Double many ban. times I can ban every person in my chat. Including me. <laughs> including, yeah, including, including me. Just please. Just 
I'm just trying to do good in the world, and all the bad I'll... is all the bad <laughs> is in my channel. That's okay. I'll t I'll take over your channel. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Josh. you can, yeah, you can, family you can Josh. Family Josh. Family Josh. You already have one of my alerts, which is you. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> Jules. Before you get banned, you need to record yourself saying "Screaming Banjo and Smash." <laughs> banjo and Smash. Yeah. yeah. I'll do that. No, Banjo and Fortnite. Scream Banjo and Fortnite. Banjo and and Fortnite. I'll, <laughs> I'll make that an alert on my. All right. My sounds channel. good. In on my your channel or your on my, my channel. your channel. Yeah. You're my channel. <laughs> The brain is oozing out of my ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good thing I got these headphones on. Otherwise, they'd be gone. <laughs> oh, thank you, Crystal. <clears throat> I still can't believe that's real. Oh, God. oh, it's real. How have I not heard of this before? Like, I've heard that part uh, from your, your sub alert before many times, but I had no idea it was a legit thing. That's a sex thing. <laughs> yep. I can't believe it. I need to go watch that as soon as I'm done tonight. Amazing. That's amazing is one word for it. Yep. Uh, I mean, when I say amazing, that usually means I, I have nothing more that I can say about this thing. It's amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. Banjo-Kazooie. Amazing. Banjo-Kazooie. Amazing. Banjo Kazooie, amazing. And that's you know when line. we when we get to the part where I have to like edit the ass into this off and fade out, that's where it's going. It's just <laughs> stopping right there. <laughs> and that's that's all that's all that really can be said about Banjo Kazooie. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole podcast. Yeah, it took there us almost go. two hours to say that, but Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, is that's amazing. it. Just upload that. The Banjo Kazooie podcast that you guys have all been waiting for with Josh Jepson and Family Jewels. <laughs> it's just Josh going, Banjo Kazooie. Banjo's amazing. And then I just amazing. go, Yeah, amazing. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> then it ends right there. Yep. No fade out, no editing, just hard stop. Hard yeah. stop. Dude, YouTube Shorts. That's where it, that's where it's at right now. That's that's your YouTube short. Bam. Hashtag shorts. Hashtag shorts, publish, you know, let's go. Hit that, smash that bell, hit that subscribe button, grab that jiggy. <laughs> three, mi three million. Three mil. Exactly. Three mil. On the dot. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, though, that's, um, that's all I got. We, we hit everything Ooh. I wanted to hit there, and... Yeah. Do you think anyone's ever done hashtag sharts accidentally? <laughs> like they, they they actually put an A instead of the O. Hashtag sharts. I'm gonna do that. I wanna go to YouTube and see what, what's what's on the hashtag sharts. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that as one of the three things uh in this video when it goes up. Hashtag sharts. Hashtag sharts. Yep. Shart week is better than shark week. <laughs> shart week? Oh god. <laughs> That's that's for that's, one uh, whole no. week straight. Yeah, someone just did a big watery shart. Six hundred fifty-four thousand views <laughs> on a channel that has fourteen thousand subscribers. So very big, very <laughs> very big uh, viewer opportunity. Those those YouTubers out there trying to hit it big, uh, just pop pop in one of those shorts in in your title and. <laughs> oh my god. How to 
Howcast has a video called How to Handle a Shart with 3.8 million views. What? 73% upvote. So I, apparently people did not agree that this is how one should handle a shart. Anyway. <laughs> Why? I'm out here I'm out here for education. Sometimes education gets a little bit one might say shardy. <laughs> Uh, and that's just how it is. I, my, my, my goal, my goal on the internet is to be the dad that just takes everything a little bit too far, but we all learn something, maybe nothing useful, but something. Oh, I definitely learned something. I didn't. What have you learned? I... <laughs> uh, I learned that when I shart, I can find out how to deal with that. Yeah. On the internet. Yes. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag very shark. fast. Yeah, just yeah. with a hashtag. <laughs> One quick hashtag and you're in. And, and you're, like, you're out. I, I don't know what I would do without that hashtag. To be I know. Honest. You wouldn't handle it. No, I I would be caught in <laughs> I would, up caught shit creek <laughs> without a paddle. Yeah. Up Shark Creek. Up Shark Creek without a paddle. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. God. Anyway. Yeah, so that happened. Um, so we're really, really bad at outros here. Ex <laughs> extraordinarily bad. <laughs> what did I say at the very beginning of... <laughs> this, is how you, this is how you break that cycle. This outro is the best outro. This outro is amazing. <laughs> I have to have a clap for synchronization purposes. Cut it. Yep. Cut the stream. <laughs> this outro is amazing. <laughs>